beyond a line or two of dialogue. They would have the entire cold open of a show of an episode of Tears. Nice cold beer going down, Mr. <laughs> Wait a minute, not so fast. Right. It's time for us to pick our designated driver for the night. Oh, okay, you all know the rules. Write your names down on a slip of paper. Uh, on the TV series, um, Growing Pains on ABC, they actually went so far as to introduce a new boyfriend for teenage Carol with the intention of sacrificing him in an alcohol-related traffic crash so that their young audience would experience the loss of someone they had grown to know. Were you drinking? Yes. Was Sandy? Yes. And driving. Carol, we have talked about this. Mom! I don't believe what I'm hearing, Carol. Uh, listen, Carol, um, that guy Doug just called from the hospital. Carol Sandy just died. Oh, my God. Yeah, he said it was just a few minutes ago. Michael Seaver, that is the sickest joke that I have ever heard, and I am never going to... I think I remember that episode, actually. Yeah. That's the point. It's the power of storytelling. Use of designated drivers in the U.S. skyrocketed, such as four years into the campaign, a majority of the American public had either served as a designated driver or been driven home by one. And fatalities over that four-year period dropped by close to 25% compared to 0% change in the three years just prior. Now, in the era of the designated driver campaign, it was a different world. I mean, there were three TV networks. Right, right. You could hope to reach 75% of the American public on any given evening. In a minute, why saving people from distracted driving is way more difficult than drunk driving. We're slaughtering ourselves on the highway as a consequence of our belief that we're all great multitaskers, and it isn't true. Stay with Note to Self. We're back. It's Note to Self. I'm Anoush Samarodi. And we're talking about how we get fewer people to drive while they're distracted, whether they are texting or talking on the phone or quick taking a peek at email. All told, in the U.S., 35,000 people die in car accidents every year, not just from distracted driving for lots of reasons. Because cars are dangerous. But I kind of figured that the problem is going to go away on its own pretty soon, right? Because we're all going to be riding around in driverless cars anyway. Not so fast, says Jay Winston of Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health. It's going to take a couple decades before driverless cars are the norm. So in the short term, technology is causing, not necessarily solving, our driving safety problems. The introduction of smartphones and other digital devices into the cabin of the car is contributing to a very, very sharp increase in the number of traffic fatalities in the U.S., and so far, efforts to deal with the problem have failed. You may have seen AT&T's It Can Wait series of videos. Everyone loves the picture I posted of you. 
or gasped in horror at the mini-documentary on YouTube that filmmaker Werner Herzog made as part of the campaign. She was not only speeding in the school zone, but she had also run the stop sign because she was texting. These videos have gotten millions of views, and still... They have yet to have any real impact on behavior. And so the problem of distracted driving, if anything, has grown worse. Driving fatalities were up 10% in the first six months of this year compared to last year. And they were up 50% in 2015 over the year before that. But why? Well, getting the message out about stopping distracted driving is tough. No one has quite figured out how to stigmatize that behavior en masse, make it socially unacceptable to have your phone at the ready when you're in the driver's seat.